Hello, I am Steli. I'm Gavin. And this is SpongeBob SquareCast, today's SpongeBob SquarePants podcast. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi. Happy Easter to you. Yeah. It's Easter Sunday. Yeah, As we it record is. this, probably won't go out until tomorrow. By the time we get... Oh, who cares? It's How are fine. you? You just got... Why do notifications all the time just boom? Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard dying. <laughs> not sure I did. I'm not sure what that was for. Okay, anyway, back to the task at hand. What a gorgeous day today. Yeah, I was actually outside today, which is like, wow. Because mm-hmm. I was listening to records, like, what? Yeah, you're a strange little thing, aren't you? Well, because I got a record for Easter. Mm-hmm. But you got a record player for was that for Christmas, Christmas or like, last Christmas? It wasn't for this Christmas. It was for last Christmas. Do you have a... I don't even... Are CDs still a thing? CDs are still a thing. I just don't have a CD thingy. But I've, records are cool. I've got a CD player in my car that I noticed for the first time. Like, a couple Well, of do weeks any ago. of us have CDs? I left all my CDs in Scotland. I Where are 500 they? of them. Where are they now? Landfill, I would guess. Landfill? It surprised me how wide the diameter of our CD was when you look at the little slot to put it in in the car. So I didn't think CDs were as wide as that. I guess they must have been, though. Huh. Everything is now digital. That's the age that we live in. My Mac used to have all my tracks from my CDs on the hard drive. But now I can, for my, for the Mac, you can just click Apple Music and play whatever. Whatever you want, right? There's only like, maybe. Records don't have ads, one thing, which is kind of nice, you know? It'd be funny if they did. If you're an (laughs) advert for Squarespace in the middle of a night at the opera, which is what you got. Yes. And then, since I, because yesterday, I think, yeah, it was yesterday. We went and we stopped by a thrift shop and they had these records for 90 cents. So I just bought a whole bunch of those. Oh, you did? The the only one that people will know who the heck it is, is I got an Elvis Presley Christmas record. You did? For 90 cents. You like Elvis Presley? I don't know, but it was there and it was like the only person who I knew in that entire record thing. Who's the trombone guy that you've got? Uh, Irby Green. <laughs> you are a strange little thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, cool. Yeah, and then I went downstairs and I just took tons of Mama's records and stuff. Right. Because, like, I listened to all of those and then I was like, you know what? I want to listen to other things. I didn't listen to other things. I just grabbed records from Mother's. I left a bunch of records in, the, in Scotland as well. And where are those now? Landfill, probably. I think... So your wait. mother rescued a few, but I had quite a lot of Iron why didn't we all, discs and stuff. Why didn't we rescue them all? It was prohibitively expensive to get stuff shipped from Scotland back over here. We already had eight boxes and it cost like 800 bucks. So Okay, and that makes sense. Yeah. Heavy boxes. Oh, my picture discs. I think they're actually worth a bit of money, or they would have been had I not got rid of them. Well, then a why did you get of, rid of them? Because I couldn't bring them back. I couldn't bring everything back. A picture of what? It was a picture of the album cover of Iron Maiden's Seventh Son of a Seventh Son album. That was a, that was a gorgeous bit of artwork. Also, um, so we were in the car. We were? 
no, me and mother were in the oh, car okay. on our way back. And a song by, and it was called, it was called Walk Like an Egyptian. <gasps> right? The Bengals, right. And mother was like, you know, when Mr. Gav was like a teenager, mm-hmm. you know, he had a crush on the lead singer <laughs> of the Bengals. Not just when I was a teenager. Right now. Yeah, she's still a she's still a handsome woman. Okay. Susanna Hoffs. That doesn't give me anything. Well, it's her name. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and then I was like, Well, who are your crushes? And then she was like, Mark Hamill. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that. Right. And then she was like, uh and I was like, if he died who <laughs> would your like second one be i don't remember the second guy why does mark hamill have to die for you not to have a well, second crush well i asked okay and then the third guy was toby mcguire oh i guess he's got a bit of a hamill vibe to him i guess well mcguire is only but not, much much younger though he's he's just he's one year older than mama actually Toby to- Maguire is? Toby Maguire. He looks about five. He does, but his age is 45 years. What? Yeah. And here I am. I got asked if I wanted to be part of the supermarkets. And he looks senior like citizen that program. Now. He looks very sleepy. But yeah, Mark that was the guy in I was thinking 60s, of. Though, so that doesn't really help anyone. But yeah, that's the thing. That is the thing. So we're just talking about, I'm just exposing everyone. Well, that's about time then you uh, turned the mirror on yourself. And I, I who, don't. who is your major crush then? I don't have any. Yeah, yeah. But what do you mean, yeah, yeah? Well, of course you do. Everybody I does. don't. Nobody. Nobody. Oh, I, I can look you straight in the eyes. Well, that just means that you can look me straight in the eye and lie. I do not have a crush on anyone. Uh, there was a little blink at there the end there. There was a blink. That gives it away. I cannot blink. We all know it's chance. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is disgusting. You disgust Boy. me with that. That's the only chance. Anyway. Well, no. We're not here to embarrass each other. Although it kind of feels like we are. We're we actually here to talk about it. time. What are you talking about? Season 2, episode 19, segment A, Jellyfish Hunter. Yeah. But before we talk about that, we've got a little bit of correspondence this week that we need to talk about because I get to use our most favourite jingle. New Patreon alert! We have a new Patreon. Or a new Patreon. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, thanks very much, Ryan. Very kind. Yeah, Ryan. Thanks a lot, Ryan. I don't know why, when you mention listeners, that you always kind of do it in a really sarcastic... Thank you a lot, Ryan. I hope you have a great day, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. That helps a lot, Ryan. He sent a little message saying that he found this podcast, this podcast. This podcast, Ryan. A year ago, searching for a good Spongebob podcast. He started listening to a few and ultimately fell in love with it. And he's been listening to every episode that we've put out. He says he's 30. He's been a Spongebob fan since the beginning. But he has a Squidward tattoo, which I'm kind of jealous about. 
why don't we get you a Squidward tattoo? See when this whole thing is, o- is over and done with. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure there's a new thing where it will give you the tattoo and then it will go away after one year. You know, it's pen. But, like... Pen and then you don't you... wash. No, because it's a thing. It's an actual like Cliffy, tattoo shop. Cliffy Biro, he does that, doesn't he? I was in the car. Cliffy, old Cliffy Biro. And I just overheard the Mama's pen. podcast. And it was like, well, now there's this thing. And it will... You can go... And if you are a fan of the red, red Hot Chili Peppers just for the summer... They used to be the biggest band in the world. Don't we all feel a little bit shameful about that? Anyway. And get a tattoo of them. Sure. Uh, it will go away after a year. So you won't have that on your arm your entire life. See, if you're ashamed of that. But like the entire point of a tattoo is it's there. For Forever, a while. right? That's just but like lack you can, of commitment. You can try it out, and then just permanently get that red hot chili peppers tattoo. <laughs> Does it on have to arm. be red hot chili peppers? Well, you can get whatever you want, but if you're gonna get a red hot chili peppers tattoo, you may as well make it for one year. I'd rather have a a temporary red hot chili peppers tattoo. I have to say, yeah, than a permanent one. I would rather have a temporary Squidward tattoo than a permanent one. No, I'd, I'd rather have a permanent Okay, then one. get a permanent one. I don't know. <laughs> All right, then. Anyway, do you want some fun facts uh, with we, this episode? We were just talking about our friend Ryan over here. We were. And then we were like, hey, Ryan, he has this Squidward tattoo. Let's talk about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's how that worked. Yep. This episode was first aired on September 28th, so it says... I don't, so I, I, don't, I don't believe any of this anymore. 2001. It was written by Walt Dorn, Paul Tibbet, and Marco Hare. I think that was the same. We do same not last like week, Marco Hare, do we? <laughs> Just because he's named after an airport. And the bad guy from the Lorax movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, there's a little bit of heavy breathing in this that I'm not sure is applicable to a, a children's cartoon. What? And it's edited out in quite a few versions. Like uh, the Russian one, for example. Is it the dead jellyfish? It's a blue jellyfish. No name. Okay. This episode was featured in the SpongeBob Earth Day Marathon that led up to the premiere of SpongeBob's Last Stand. And the story in that episode is similar to the story in this episode. That's good. The grotesque-looking version of Mr. Krabs saying more has become a... Meme. Not just a meme, a... Internet meme. Not just that internet meme. A big meme. Famous, yeah. The meme is widely known as More Crabs or Morbid Crabs. According to production art, the episode was originally titled Jellyfish Stalker. Thank you, spongebob.fandom.com. What's about the the blue jellyfish that's not applicable to a child cartoon? Not appropriate. What is it? He breathes heavily in the, in the phone. We'll talk later. Are you ready, oh, Stelly? Okay, that's interesting. Well, that's like a prank call that people do too. <laughs> we open on? The Jellyfish Fields. Jellyfish Fields again. This is going to be an episode where the jellyfish feature. Yes. And there's jellyfish all over. The narrator's like, they all live freely and stuff. 
And it's like, oh, wow, it's a jellyfish. Did Those you are... see what the population of the jellyfish fields was? Don't care, but sure. Four million. That's a lot of jellyfish. That is the same as the population. Population? Population. Of like Luxembourg. Luxembourg <laughs> has less people than that, actually. Yeah. Luxembourg has a population of about six. Six million? Six. Six people. Six. Los Angeles has a population of 4 million people. So it's like LA. Those are some plastic jellyfish. Right. (laughs) And they're all trying to get downtown and it's just impossible. At 4.05. I've never been to LA. Whatever. Okay. So... The narrator's like, well, if there's jellyfish, there's a jellyfish hunter. Right. And SpongeBob's there with nerd glasses. Yeah, I don't know why he wears his glasses when he's jellyfish Because hunter. he wants to. Okay. okay. SpongeBob comes that along and, and he's catching jellyfish. Mm-hmm. He gets jelly from the jellyfish and then the jellyfish stings him. By tickling the jellyfish with a feather. And it goes... Like he's milking a cow. Yeah. Uh, so SpongeBob... Is trying to get a blue jellyfish. Because there's this blue jellyfish that's kind of like roaming around. Yeah, he says he's caught all the other ones before, but he's never been able to catch the blue one. Yeah. So he tries and he gets the blue one. He tries to get the blue one anyway. And it's like a action scene. In an action movie. Yeah. Trying to get the bad guy, but he just can't. I think my favourite part of that was when... Spongebob kind of turns into a rocket and he separates from his shorts and kind of flies after no name the blue jellyfish like a rocket. in his underpants yeah yeah but he still misses yep. uh, so he doesn't get the jellyfish and then he's at the Krusty Krab mm-hmm. and he's on lunch break for five whole minutes yep one minute more than he had yesterday jeez okay. Mr. Krabs what a jerk yep so Mr. Krabs equals Amazon. Uh so yeah. Um 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 so he sits down and he's gonna eat a crusty a crusty patty? Crabby patty. A crabby patty. <laughs> Maybe a crusty one, I don't know. But it's unclear. Sure. So he's eating a crabby patty and then he puts jelly on it, which doesn't sound good. No. But that's assuming that the jelly tastes like grape jelly it looks like it tastes like grape jelly but it doesn't i can't not if you're putting it on there on a burger Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to taste really good really i should try grape jelly on a burger you know fancy fancy a fancy restaurant would charge you about thousands of dollars for that one thousand dollars i think is the going rate for a fancy burger yeah so uh the dude behind SpongeBob wants to know what he's eating. Yep. And he tries the jelly with the Krabby Patty. And then we have a musical number. Yeah, great. About how amazing it is. And everyone in the Krab, 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 Krusty Krab mm-hmm. tries this jelly burger. And they are just loving it. Yep. Like, ba da ba ba ba. McDonald's, Indeed. please sponsor us. That would be great. Yep. Give us all your fries. Start putting some jellyfish jam on your fries. Big Mac and on your, your fries. fries. Good fries. They're good fries. I mean, they're a bit salty, but that's what makes it good. There's too many ingredients in them. 
with him would make it good. Because all you need to make fries is potatoes, salt and oil. But do they? Well, here's a fun fact, by the way. Mm -hmm. You ever wonder why soda at McDonald's tastes better than any other soda? It's because most restaurant chains use plastic tubes to get it to like the disposer. The disposer. This dispo whatever. Trademark. The disposer. <laughs> uh, but McDonald's uses a metal one. Oh. So it stays like chilled and cool and it goes just straight down. I thought you were going to say glass. Metal works better than glass, I feel. Because Coke always tastes better of a glass ball. That's a fact as well. So, fun facts for everyone. Fun facts, we don't know things. McDonald's Sprite tastes like the bomb.com. Can we go to McDonald's and get a McDonald's Sprite? (laughs) Like, I want McDonald's now. That's enough talk about McDonald's. Please sponsor us. Anyway. um, so Everyone's tried the jelly on the burger. And they all are like, this is the greatest thing I've ever tasted. So Mr. Krabs is an opportunity to make a little bit more money. And he's like, what's going on over here, though? He Mm -hmm. doesn't think that it tastes good. And he's like, you're defying the laws of Krabby Patties? Yeah, don't tell Plankton this, that his burgers are better with jellyfish jam because that would kind of make Plankton a fairly redundant character. It would. So, yeah, that, that's, that, it would, it would, Mm yeah. Uh, so Mr. Krabs is like, go get me some jellyfish. And SpongeBob goes and he gets, like, all the jellyfish there ever was. And he's like, put it in a good spot and take care of it mm-hmm. because they're very sensitive. Right. Like, yeah. He's quite a caring person. Uh, yep. Uh, so he gets back to the fields and there's no more jellyfish. Population zero. Four million to zero, which makes zero sense. I'm glad that someone's been updating the sign though. Yeah. That's handy. 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 You want me to start saying handy? Like handy or handy. 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 It's got an in it. Handy. Handy. Anyway. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, (laughs) So he goes back and then the blue jellyfish follows him home. No name. Uh... And Spongebob looks around and he's like, if you're trying to sell me something, I don't want it. Now, this was hilarious. And because then, he, he knows he's been followed, but he thinks he's been followed by salesman, but he's been followed by no name, the jellyfish. But he's actually been followed by salesman as well. And then they're the like, I didn't know he, he was, he's getting on to us. I told you. Right. So like. There was a bit before that where Spongebob stood in a can and the can sticks to his foot. Used to love doing that when I was at school. That was all the way back when he was chasing the blue jellyfish. I know. I just remembered it at the salesman part for some reason. Whatever. Yep. It's fine. Sure. So the jellyfish gets to SpongeBob's house Mm -hmm. and then puts him in a container. The hunter becomes the hunted. And I thought, oh, is he just going to like take him away and kill him? Yeah. (laughs) But no, he does the right thing and he brings SpongeBob to a factory. Where the jellyfish are being tortured and killed. It's horrible. 
it's they're being like juiced out for their mm-hmm. jelly and then just killed right, right there. Right. Bit dark. Oh, just a little. That's what I thought you were talking about, you know, when it's oh not child. We'll speak later. I think I know what you're talking okay. about. So you don't have to speak later. Oh, thank goodness. So <laughs> Because so, I have no plans to do so. So it turns out Mr. Krabs is behind all this. He's on a, a bike. exercise bike and it's him that's pedaling that's providing the power for this murder factory that he has going. And SpongeBob's like, no. And him and the and no Nuh-uh. name. Sure. Him and no name uh-huh. go and I hit the microphone. They go and they hit they they're like confronting Mr. Krabs and then SpongeBob gets a like a wrench thing. <laughs> That's like, yeah, that was pretty good as and well. And then he's like, This should have been done before and turns out he's just fixing tightening a squeaky nut. Yeah. <laughs> so then he's like Oh yeah, and this. And then he's trying he, to release the jellyfish. And then he goes and he, he tries killed. to release the jellyfish. Yeah. And then Mr. Krabs is like, haha, it's only it's a voice activated thing. It can mm-hmm. only be opened when I say open. Uh oh. Whoopsie daisy. And then there go all the jellyfish. Then the jellyfish go over and sting him. And then SpongeBob renames no name because no name goes into his net like a good person yeah that was a little creepy at the end why it's suggesting that the jellyfish wants to be captured no it's that since spongebob like released all those jellyfish Uh the blue jellyfish is the only jellyfish that hasn't been captured all right so this is your little present from the blue jellyfish i'm going to pretend that you've caught me and then spongebob um, Mr. Krabs quite severely though which yeah. is good and then Spongebob like shakes his hand he gets electrocuted Oop. and then uh, wait and then no name is now named friend the end <laughs> thoughts on this episode it was light on story again because last week was kind of light on storyline as well wasn't it nothing really much happened this yeah. was an easy story it I was could quite tell this funny in two though. Seconds. Yeah, you could have. It's like three sentences to tell the story, I think. But it was good. It was better than last week, I thought. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Rating out of 10. Well, what did you think about it? Well, I thought that it was okay. The end. That's yeah, it was a, okay. Yeah. It was like, it's not horrible. It's not like duh, the, the one with Sandy. And oh, they were being no, no, no. poo-poo. Right. But it's not grandma's kisses or hall monitor lever. No, lever? I, no, lever? I, I know Level. I think they went to a strange place by having Mr. Krabs being so horribly evil as to murdering, having a murder factory for the jellyfish was a really bizarre twist. And I'm, I'm not sure if it worked because I, I like Mr. Krabs and I kind of like, I like but him being greedy. we know that he's a but not being but not being a poo poo right so out of of 10 rating out of 10 i think i'd give this one a seven i'm gonna give it a 6.5 because i didn't like the murder of innocent jellyfish no i didn't like that either you used to give higher scores than me now for the last few times i think you've given me you're giving 
lower scores than me by because sometimes I just don't like the episodes. Yeah. So if you want to drop us a line, you can get us at SpongebobSquareCast at gmail.com. Suggest some songs for Stelly from the 80s that are family friendly. Not just the 80s. Preferably. It can be the 50s or 60s or you can suggest us Johnny B. Good from Chuck Berry or Marvin Gaye or really whatever you want. Sounds good. Yeah. Remember SB Squarecast on Twitter and your Spongebob Squarecast on Instagram. And if you have a couple of bucks burning a hole in your pocket, you can sign up to our Patreon where there's some bonus monthly content and all money goes to Stelly's College Fund. So just, I wish they all could be California Thanks for me at the end of another episode. We'll be back next I week for more Spongebob Squarecast. I Take can't folks. go up that high, <laughs> California <laughs> girl. I, just, I can't go up that high. I don't know how he does it.